Hi, this is Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher and life coach. I'm also author of several self-help books. Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast is about strategies to think positively every day. We will cover relationships, positive energy, the power of attraction, and how to mindfully experience each day so that you can become your best self. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. I have Elaine Gardner with me, and Elaine holds a Bachelor of Science in Health Science and has been a clinical nutritionist for the last 17 years. She first learned how to heal herself and then wanted to share the gift of holistic healing with others. Her insatiable thirst to continuously expand has most recently led her into energy work, which is far more scientific than most people realize and is at the root of all physical, emotional, and mental disruptions. I recently had a number of clients go to Elaine and their stories of healing were really powerful. So I thought she could help our audience with some ideas on really what's going on in your body and how you can eliminate some of these blockages. So thank you, Elaine, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I have such a long journey with health, and it's something I'm so passionate about, and I love talking about, so I really appreciate the invitation and opportunity. Well, thanks. Well, tell us about your story. What opened your mind to a holistic approach? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was because I was desperate, where I started having health issues when I was 14 years old. So that's a very young age, and I got shuttled through the medical system. And I consider myself very, very fortunate because I was never facing something that was life-threatening. But in all honesty, I was completely miserable. And it started with severe premenstrual cramps that landed me in the hospital with a, a suspected appendicitis. And, of course, that was incredibly embarrassing to just having people asking those kind of questions at 14. You know, it wasn't something that was openly discussed in my family. So it was just a tremendous source of embarrassment that, that, that that's actually what landed me in the hospital. I ended up continuing with that kind of debilitating pain every month. The only thing that I could do was medicate myself and curl myself into a ball and wait it out. That's all I knew how to do at the time. Huh. And I had a lot of GI distress, which really got exacerbated as time went on. And that was trying to navigate the regular, the, the high school social scene and being a, a student and an athlete. And I ended up with a lot of minor injuries, but things were just piling on and I didn't eat well. My belly didn't feel good. I didn't have a good appetite, was always tired. And then I ended up flipping the disc in my jaw when I was like 18 or 19. Um, I was an aerobics instructor, so I've always had a love for health and fitness, and I was teaching aerobics, and then I just couldn't open my jaw. I don't exactly know what happened, but that really sent things spiraling out of control, and I had to get treatment for my jaw, and I had all kinds of muscle pain. My right arm used to go completely numb with the way that I was having muscle spasms. And so that continued. I just kept getting shuttled from practitioner to practitioner and physical therapist and all kinds of things. And so I learned how to manage with chiropractic and physical therapy, but I wasn't really improving. I was holding my own. Mm -hmm. And so I stayed that way throughout my 20s. And then after my second son was born, when I was 33, things really started to nosedive again. And so here I had these two beautiful children, which was the one thing that I always knew that I wanted in my life. I was a walking zombie. I wasn't sleeping well. If I could think of something clever to say, I couldn't find the words in my brain. And I just said, there has got to be a better way. I want to be an amazing mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to figure out how to get better no matter what. As long as it's not invasive, I'm going to figure this out. And that commitment is what brought me into the world of holistic health. Things just started showing up for me. And I just kept following the path and trying out different holistic treatments and working with different practitioners and moving from one to another if somebody wasn't resonating with me. And that is how I fell in love with that. And I also already had a degree in health sciences. So it was really just a natural having everything come together for me in that moment where it was really, really working for me. My young son was also 
having problems with his ears and I brought him in for holistic work and it fixed everything going on with him. So it was a beautiful, beautiful journey. It wasn't easy. It took a long time for me to get well. And I didn't know anyone else that was working or healing in the holistic health field. So I had no one to guide me. So I was kind of walking around in the dark, but it worked. It really, really worked. And your symptoms actually sounds like a lot of girls that I teach, ironically. I mean, this is a a common problem, even though it seems like extreme symptoms. It's really amazing how holistic health really changed it. Yeah, absolutely. And I only gave a small presentation of what was going on with me symptomatically. But yeah, I was really, really miserable. And so slowly I came out of that. And then as I was experiencing that healing, I really wanted to share it with other people because I knew that I was not the only one that was falling through the cracks of what is typically um, offered to people that are struggling. Mm -hmm. What is nutrition response technology? So it's nutrition response testing, and it is muscle testing, what sometimes people refer to as applied kinesiology. It is a system of using muscle testing or applied kinesiology Mm -hmm. to determine the functions of the glands or organs in the body. And then when things are identified as not working properly, then what kind of things can be utilized to overcome and get the body back to a more optimal level of function? Because the body is always trying to break down function and repair and good health. Mm -hmm. So it is a system to use to be able to analyze that and provide the body what needs to get back to that place of being able to break down repair and function and good health. And I work primarily with whole food nutritional supplements, so it provides the raw ingredients that the body needs to utilize and run all of the functions of the body. Mm -hmm. When you're recommending supplements, does it really matter what companies or what products you use? Because even my husband comes home with all this stuff, and it looks like junk sometimes. (laughs) So I'm just curious, is there one particular brand you really rely on or... Do they all do the absolutely. same thing? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that is a, absolutely, absolutely it matters. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. there is a, I mean, there is a ton of nutritional products on the market. Right. And, and I'm going to do a brief overview, so there will be things that won't fall into that. But the vast majority of nutritional supplements that are available on the market are not very good quality. Wow. Yeah. And not that they can be harmful to the body, like they're not going to kill you, right? but they're not going to be supportive. And they can cause problems. Like, for instance, there are some calciums that are completely indigestible. And when they go into the body, the body has no idea what to do with them. And mm-hmm. oftentimes it can't even eliminate them properly. So they can get shuttled to joints and things like that so that they, they build up and cause problems in those tissues because the body just has no ability to deal with it. That's just one example. Also, many of the things that are on the market from a vitamin perspective are synthetic, and they're not a whole complex, and they can actually create greater deficiencies of that particular nutrient complex Mm -hmm. down the road because they actually pull things from the body because they are only pieces of and, and chemically produced pieces of what you would find that particular vitamin complex in nature. It's not rocket science. It's not difficult to understand, but it's just really unfortunate that most things on the market from a nutritional supplement perspective are not made from things that are very savory. The body has no idea what to do with it, and it's, it, they're just can really just not be helpful at all. They can often be just a waste of money. So, yes, the company matters. The company that I use primarily have used not not entirely my whole practice because I wasn't aware of this company starting out, but the company is standard process. And there's many different reasons why I have used that brand for so long. Their whole food supplements, beautiful synergy. They have some really unique healing properties that I have not found in any other supplement line. And believe me, I have looked because so many people over the years have asked me about recommendations about even just going to the store and getting a multivitamin. I have looked long and hard to try to find things that I could recommend. And there's very, very few things that I would recommend. Fortunately, over maybe the last five or so years, there are definitely companies that are coming up with better products. And some of them are older companies. Some of them are newer companies. So there are definitely up-and-coming products and companies that are doing a better job. A few that that have some really amazing products are Global Healing, Microbiome Lab. Those are the two that 
pop off the top of my head. There might be a few others, but mm-hmm. those two I could recommend. Not everything from Microbiome Labs, but they have some really amazing products, and Global Healing does a beautiful job with their stuff. Right, because the supplements sometimes feels like a racket. There's so much, everyone's promoting it, and it is overwhelming to know what really it makes sense. Do you buy the most expensive one? Do you buy the cheapest one? Do they all do the same thing? So that's really helpful information. Well, that's one of the things I have appreciated so much about the nutrition response testing is to be able to actually help people. You can determine what is going on with someone's body and then create a customized protocol for them. So it takes the guesswork out of it. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the things that was so tremendously beneficial in my own healing Mm -hmm. from the get-go. And so that's why I fell in love with that particular modality. I was using different types of muscle testing protocols and nutrition response testing is the most comprehensive one and is why I stayed with that for so many years. I did change it the way that I utilize it. So the company that I learned it from probably would not appreciate the way that I utilize it, Mm. but I just adapted. I'm always adapting because my goal is just to show up for my clients and help them in, in the best possible ways, which means I'm always changing what I'm doing. Right. Well, what are some surprises that you've discovered in your search for optimal health? Oh, what happened for me, and these are beautiful surprises, was because we are physical bodies and we are taught when we have physical symptoms to approach it as a physical only problem, Mm -hmm. that can actually be a significant limitation. So what I mean by that is on my own healing journey, what I found out was addressing those physical symptoms was really, really helpful. So that's the first thing I did. I had a lot of things that needed to be healed in my body. So I did a lot of body work and I did a lot of nutritional supplementation. And as I was getting better too, I was very inspired to change my lifestyle. And I wanted to take control of everything that I could and in a very positive way, not a worrisome way, just like I'm never going to this back to this place of illness and suffering and I'm going to do everything within my power mm-hmm. to take care of myself. So I completely overhauled my diet, which is really, really important because the food supply is not set up for physical health. Mm-hmm. And it can be a little bit overwhelming to tackle. And I also cleaned up all of my personal care and household cleaning products so that my house is not a toxic environment. And then as as I got better, I was so excited and inspired by how good I was feeling. I just, just had this drive to figure out, well, if I'm feeling this good, what else is available to me? And to keep pushing forward in a really positive way. Again, not like over-exercising or, you know, setting myself for uh, for injury or that kind of pushing, just that curiosity of exploration. Mm-hmm. What else can I achieve? What else can I achieve? And so I got very much into emotional and mental health and understanding that there's so much in the unconscious parts of our being mm-hmm. that is controlling what we are experiencing consciously. And it is a fascinating journey to look at your belief systems because we have so much that we're functioning from that we're unaware of. Mm-hmm. And the nervous system gets hardwired to respond to that. But all of that happens when we're young. So we don't actually have the ability to be screening our beliefs as they get downloaded into our body. They just go in there and then we're operating off of them. So, But they can be changed. So go in and explore that kind of thing with people that work in that area to to pull those things into the consciousness and shift those in the unconscious and reprogram them so that the belief system is actually one that is serving the body and serving the lifestyle that that I want and serving me as the individual unique person that I am. So that was a very, very surprising, fun journey to get into that. And that has changed my life. And I think that is what separates you from so many other healers. I was really impressed by the belief system and how you gave really helpful suggestions on how to change that and help your health. That was really valuable because a lot of doctors don't go there. They don't think there's the mind connection. Yes, thank you for saying that. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And it is a beautiful, beautiful space to work from because, again, we go from this perspective of that we are only a physical body and that we are also very indoctrinated to be in our heads. 
Mm-hmm. And there is so much more available to us in the energetic space and looking at mental, emotional, and physical health from from that space and accessing those things. And the other thing that we do, obviously, as human beings with particular sensory perceptions like hearing and sight and touch, we also only work within the parameters of the things that we can experience in that way. If we mm-hmm. can't hear it, see it, or touch it, we have a hard time believing that it exists. Right. And there is so much more available to us. And we know this, and we just don't take it into consideration in how we navigate the world and take care of our bodies. For instance, we know that there are sounds that other animals can hear that humans can't hear. Right. We know that there are animals that can see at night and humans cannot. So we know that there are frequencies and capabilities and other entities that can experience things beyond our sensory perceptions and yet we are we are locked into that that indoctrination that if we can't hear see or touch it then it's not real and that actually cuts us off from a tremendous amount of consideration and exploration and energy that is available to us for healing in every possible way and from experiencing life in a very different way Mm -hmm. when you work with people what are some typical emotional blocks you see in people I was interested about how you had cramping. Was that an emotional block? How did you heal that? Well, up until September of 2020, I was still working on the physical body primarily as just a physical body Mm -hmm. and considering the physiology, how the body functions and analyzing the function of all the glands and organs and supporting with nutrients those functions. What happened was, at when when the shutdown, every business owner on the planet had to make some really, really difficult decisions. And I ended up going virtual, which I was nervous about because muscle testing is a very hands-on technique. Right. And yet, going back to the, the properties of energy, which we utilize all the time, we are literally surrounded by energy all the time. And again, it's because we cannot see feel or touch it, we think that it doesn't exist. And yet we're utilizing the abilities of energy all the time with radio frequencies. So, you Mm -hmm. know, the radio works, there's a a station that is transmitting it. Mm -hmm. And then there is some type of a receiver so that we can hear that transmission. And that's what TV technology is. So we're utilizing these properties of the unseen forces of the universe, like energy, all the time. But when it comes to the body, it's hard for people to perceive those things or understand them. Mm -hmm. So the body is always broadcasting information out and other people can perceive that information. So I can pick up the information about people's bodies, whether I'm with them in person, or whether I'm five miles away, or you know, a 1000 miles away, it's all is the energy, the information is always there. And so as I did this transition to virtual, my intuition went through the roof and I was picking up all this information that that I hadn't been picking up before. For instance, I saw this visual in my head about this woman's home and it was really wonky. Like, I don't even know how to describe to her what I'm seeing. And so I said to her, there's something in your home right now that's interfering with your ability to heal. And then she proceeded to describe exactly what I had seen, the vision I had seen in my mind's eye. Wow. And so I said, oh, there's really something to this. So I just kept following that. And then it would be like, oh, what's going on with your cat? Your cat's not feeling well. Oh, you know, everything, this is what's going on with your internal organs. But by the way, your left hip is tight. You need to stretch it. And people would be like, well, how do you know that? I'm like, well, your body's telling me. Wow. So there's a lot of information. So I have much more access to a much greater range of information than I had when I was just doing hands-on muscle testing. What type of emotional blocks do you see in people? For instance, there are a lot of people that get migraines. Is it usually connected to something? Do you know what that usually means in someone? Or is it all very different in everyone? It, it could be very different in everyone. When I was really just looking at things from a physical perspective, mm-hmm. you could have 10 people that come into your office with a diagnosis of diabetes, and they're all going to present differently. Yes, they all have problems with managing blood sugar, but there could be many, many different things going on in the body that are playing into that. Mm-hmm. So if you take that out a notch and take it off the physical body and think about mental, emotional, and then how the body is reacting 
to the energy that we're all immersed in and then how people are holding like trauma patterns in their bodies from their childhood or even from previous generations because those things actually can get carried through from one person's body to another generationally. So it's a much bigger question than just like what kind of blocks do you see? But I can tell you that I always see blockages within the heart space and I'm not really referring to a physical organ of the heart that can come into play as well but there are always blocks in the energetic space of the heart um the human experience what humans describe from a love perspective and what we typically expect to experience and what we do experience make the body go into a very strong state of contraction and holding patterns in that heart space and that is a like a, a, a huge energy center. It's a very powerful energetic life force that is contracted in everyone because either their relationships have not matched what they were brought up to believe their relationships were going to be, or mm. they're holding on to a heartbreak somewhere and afraid to be hurt again. There's numerous reasons, but I have not seen anyone that does not have some type of emotional, mental, energetic blockage in that particular energetic space in their body. That's fascinating. So how would you help them heal a heart blockage? Is it easy to open up? Does it take a lot of time? Or is it really up to the client? It does not have to take a lot of time and in all healing, whether it's emotional, mental, physical, energetic healing on any level, Mm -hmm. actually the most important factor is somebody's willingness to actually go in and look and see and potentially be in a temporary place of discomfort to actually be aware that there's something going on there because we've been taught as a society to hide those things so they get stuffed into our bodies. Mm -hmm. And when we actually look at them and acknowledge them, it can be a little uncomfortable, but if we do it with an open heart and just the intention to clear it, it can move really, really quickly. And you can imagine when it's released from the body, it's a very, very powerful place to be. And some people are afraid of their own power too, so that can get a little wonky. We've been taught to play small, or we've been taught that if we recognize our own strengths, that we're going to be too big for our riches, conceited, and that we can be very, very empowered and unique and recognize our gifts without being arrogant in any way. Right, right. Shine your light. How do you know what you do works? Because energy is something people can't always see. I have found that when I talk about it, I'm a huge believer, they can be somewhat suspicious or think it's not real, or they might go back to their parents and say, Mary Kay said this about my energy, and the parents will be like, really? That sounds weird, or whatever. But how, what, tells you how how do you what let me say this again how do you know what works yeah so it work. what we know it works well people feel it in their bodies and it transforms their lives and that can show up in a variety of ways like i can give you some examples i have a, a client who has tremendous amounts of knowledge and has had many different businesses mm-hmm. all of them which have been marginally successful because his heart is not typically in the businesses. He has the knowledge and the drive, but as far as his personal role in his companies, he has never done exactly what he wants to do. And he was never really even aware of exactly what he wanted to do. So Hmm. now he has this massive company that has this incredible, beautiful, so vital, important mission in the world. And he has just realized that he does not want to be running the company and doesn't want to be involved in the day-to-day operations, that his real passion is in the educational pieces of that. Mm -hmm. So he's letting go of all of those other parts and handing them over to other people and aligning his life so that he can step into his true purpose and power. And the company is now making money and people are aligning up to uh, take over those administrative pieces or take over the company so that he can just do focus on what he wants to do. His relationships are changing. So many, so many beautiful things are happening. Relationships are one of the things that can really transition magnificently as we step into our power and release the blockages and the programming and the BS that we've been taught or have been holding and are just really take them to a space. And, and most people are not totally fulfilled in that relationship. So that is something that is just beyond 
magnificent to experience and support people to have their relationships become alive. That's great. Could you talk to me about the Energy Center and how you're supposed to have, I believe, 12 circles to visualize almost like a bullseye in the center of your body, and you see where people are in terms of their energy centers? Can you explain that? Yes, so that came in as a download for me. So last year in 2020, as I went virtual and then realized, you know, had that much stronger intuition, I was still in that space of curiosity and just showing up every day going, how can I continue to be in service? How can I continue to get really great results with my clients? Because something shifted in the world just after Christmas um, 2019, so late December 2019, and people's bodies were not responding to the protocols that I had been using for 16 years with a very, very high success rate. So not only was I not having fun because it's really fun to help people get better, not so fun to help them just kind of, you know, and the protocols were still working. So people that were having discomfort were still coming out of those spaces, but their bodies were just not responding to get to that optimal state where I love to see them, where they feel really vital. And Mm -hmm. so every day I kept just showing up, like, what do I need to change? What am I missing? Do I need to learn something new? Or what's going on in the world that is affecting people's bodies differently? How do I understand this? How do I navigate this? So just being in that space of curiosity and wanting to continue to serve brought me to a space where in September of 2020, I got a very, very strong forceful download from the universe, a voice coming into my head that said, get up get a piece of paper and write this down. <laughs> yeah. And and I was like, but I have 20 minutes. I was on a dinner break. My dinner was sitting in front of me. I had to get back up to my home office and I had clients to work with. And it just repeated, get up, get a piece of paper and write this down. So I got this little sticky note next to me at the dinner table and I'm drawing nine concentric circles. That was the information that I got drawing nine concentric circles mm-hmm. and then put like a little six figure in the center of all that. Um, so So then the meaning of all of this unfolded over the weeks and months that followed where we have energy fields around the human body. So again, this is the limitations of the way that we have been taught and understand that we are just a physical body because we are actually much more than that. Mm -hmm. We are actually sitting in energy fields that when activated become beautiful broadcasting and receiving. So putting beautiful love and helpful energy out into the world. And love can sound like a really cheesy thing in the ways that some people might interpret it, but love is a vibration and the whole universe is in a vibrational state. So you put good vibrations and energy out into the world and then it comes back into you. Mm-hmm. So when people are fully activated in their energy spheres, They are giving power out to the universe and all of that is coming back in. So it's a really synergistic thing Mm -hmm. where every person has so much potential to offer to the world and then to combine with the collective of everybody else who is also choosing to do that work and be fully empowered and has the ability when it comes together to literally change the world. So it's just that state of being. Uh, we come into the world as very empowered beings, and I believe that we lose a lot of that as we go through the systems of familial systems, religious systems, uh, educational systems, and then we are trained to just be in our heads. Right, so and be robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not on our bodies. We're not activating our power. We're not having energy that comes off of our bodies that can help other people. And everybody has had that experience. Again, just to give it some more context, so it feels like a more scientific thing, because it really is. Everybody's had an experience where they've like walked into a room where either someone has had a just had a big argument, and they don't even have to look at those people. They just walk in, and they'll stop dead in their tracks and go, whoa, the energy in here feels really weird. Like there's something, something just happened. Absolutely. And then they'll look at those two people and they'll be like, oh yeah, they're fighting. Right. Or the opposite as well. If there's a big celebratory thing, you walk in and there's this feeling of excitement in the air. Right. And our bodies are literally wired to read that information, so to speak, from, we have cilia and microtubules on every single cell of our body that actually read the information Mm -hmm. that is in the airwaves around us. And we are responding to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it does not become come into our awareness 
so that we don't consider that to, we don't navigate using that, but that can be intuition in that sense of what we were just describing. So it's a very, very powerful thing. So I'm sure if you're in a negative situation, you can use your energy to change that. Do you know what I mean? You can, absolutely. Because a lot of times I see people, whether they're envious of somebody else or they feel this tension around them and they will tend to avoid them. And I've always said, I know it's hard to think about, but trying to be happy for them or sending them love and blessings like you talked about without it feeling like a romantic thing can help diffuse their tension and their energy. Yes. And it's a little complex because some people might want to utilize that, not in a manipulative way, but just in the, in the, the way that we've been taught to work in the, within societal constructs, like, oh, if this feels like an uncomfortable situation and I just go in with positivity, then it's really going to shift it. But you go inward first into the physical body to do the work on yourself to do the questions. Is this a relationship I want to be in? Mm -hmm. Is this a job I really want to be in? So that you get anchored and really strong in your own beliefs and in your own desires and choices. Mm -hmm. And then from that place of alignment and personal choice, then you can go into a situation and really have a massive impact. So if you do love your job, and there's just one person that's really creating a lot of tension there. You can, once you're really clear and anchored in your own body that you want to stay there, you go into that space of sovereignty every day. And that person is literally going to respond to your energy and behave differently or stay away from you. But you have to go in first because if, if it's really not a situation that um, is ideal for you, mm-hmm. you, you could be self-sacrificing and it's not going to have the same power. Right. Does that make sense? That's a beautiful way of saying it. Yes. Thank you. Obviously, this is why it's so important to love yourself. Yes. Or, or is that yes. to woo-woo? <laughs> no. That's, I think that's a really, really powerful thing. And actually, I have, I've had some beautiful mentors over the years, which I'm so deeply grateful for. And when some of my mentors spoke about that self-love, or they would say, I love myself so endlessly, and I tried to go inside myself and, and be like, I can't, I cannot say that. And I would say, well, I love this about myself. I love this about myself. And so that's how I started on my self-love journey. What do I like about myself? What can I say that I love? And then working on that, wherever I'm out of alignment, and is that relationship working for me? And is the way that I'm showing up every day for my clients, is that working for me and doing and working on those kind of things and really shedding a lot of the societal constructs and expectations that I was behaving according to what I was taught to do or what I thought I was supposed to do, Mm -hmm. which can be very different than what I authentically want to do deep in my body, not in my head. So there's a lot of that clarity that comes with just showing up and asking that question every day. Is this really the job that I want? Am I showing up the way that I want to? Right. Well, that's interesting because a lot of young girls stop loving themselves. They forgot what they loved about life. And when they're younger and they're just so in the moment and happy about everything, I mean, telling someone to love themselves is much harder than starting with small things. What can I say that I love about myself? So I really do love that idea for young people that just feel like it's so overwhelming to love themselves endlessly. Start small. I love my ankles (laughs) or whatever it is. Yeah. I love how I showed up for my friend today. I love how my body feels when I do this or when I put this shirt on. It can be very, very simple. I love how I make people laugh. Yeah. Yes. It starts to form new communication pathways, get new information coming forward from the body. Again, because we've been taught to be in our heads so much, when we go into that space of recognition and appreciation, the body starts to get involved. And when we can appreciate the information that's coming from our bodies, it it can create just beautiful synergy, bringing amazing things forward. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other client success stories? Oh, Millions. I know you told me a good ones before. So <laughs> I just love hearing about how people 
feel like they've reached rock bottom and they're able to discover this. I think it's so powerful. One of my clients that I was working with yesterday, she was saying that she can just really feel how anything, everything is shifting for her. And well, she's been in a really long-term relationship and she really, really adores her significant other. And she's been kind of unreachable for the last couple of years and choosing not to have their relationship be a priority. Mm -hmm. She was feeling left behind or like she needed to speak up and point that out to him. And what she's done instead is in our work together, she has really stepped back and done her own work. One of the things that her body asked her to do was to speak to him when he is not present. So she's having a conversation as if he's in front of her when he's not in the house so that she has that ability to have an outlet and doesn't feel all that is getting bottled up. Well, that's and good. she can see him coming around. Right. And, yeah. I think that's a really important and one reason why I tell a lot of young people to keep a journal. You, like bottling it up is a health hazard. <laughs> so. Yeah. And while journaling and writing things can be very powerful and mm. very aligned for some people, they're talking out loud, talking to the body and uh, talking to other people as yeah. if they are present when they are not. There's a different energy in that. It puts things out into the world. It's very, very powerful. It's, right. You know, again, the work, when I'm working with people, I'm, I'm at, their bodies are literally telling me exactly what is perfect for them mm -hmm. and how to do it and then what steps to do it. So I always share cautiously about some of the things that my clients are doing because that may or may not be correct for someone. Not that it's going to be harmful, it just may not be ideal for them. Right. Everyone's going to have a different response to this. I agree. Have you ever had a hard time reading someone or their health situation and why? So people have to be open and willing mm -hmm. to heal and hear. When I was working Really, from a physical perspective only, one of the most difficult things that I would run into, one, is that people did not want to change the way they eat, which I totally get. But in our system, you have to be aware of the food supply and um, the problems there if you're going to create optimal health. Mm -hmm. And so people oftentimes didn't want to hear that and were unwilling to change. And the other biggest thing I saw was a stressor. I'm sometimes a relationship stressor, but more often with a job stressor. When the body is in stress mode, it is not in healing mode. It cannot do the two things simultaneously. And our bodies are not designed to have long-term stress uh, because literally the body responds to stress as if it is life-threatening. So it will put all of its energy, focus, and resources on staying alive. Mm -hmm. And it will not focus on healing, detoxification, tissue repair, all of those important things. A lot of people were, felt like they were stuck in jobs that they hated and were unwilling to, unable to see that there was a different possibility for them. And it just kept them in the hamster wheel. So I could help them from a nutritional supplement perspective, kind of maintain the status quo and keep them from like falling apart most of the time. But if they were not willing to look at those things, then, then their bodies would only go so far. And that could be, that is also true with the energy work. You have to be open and willing to see what's in there, what the body's holding on to, what's going on in the world, and to, to consider different possibilities or there's just no room for improvement. Wow. Yes. Well, I think everything you do is remarkable. It is such a gift. And I hope a lot of people just from hearing you talk will explore this because there's this whole other world that can catapult healing and health so that you feel 100% all the time. It just seems like a no-brainer to me. But I even noticed when I had you work with my daughters, it just transformed their energy to a place where they couldn't even understand why all these great things were happening <laughs> and did put it together because they had taken what you had suggested and actively did the homework and saw the results. So I'm yes. a huge believer. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having so much fun with this expanded awareness of energy and how it is impacting people's lives. I mean, this is my purpose and passion in life. I, I am here to serve people and having come from 
having suffered so long with my physical health and also with emotional health and mental health mm-hmm. and being unhappy and playing small and not making enough money and all of those things, mm-hmm. being overwhelmed, not having enough time to, to play full out and, and clear all of those things that are keeping me from being the best version of me and watching and helping other people do the same is, is I mean, it, I, I just love it. I yes. love it. And it doesn't happen overnight, right? I mean, this took... So our society tends to be this very quick fix, take a pill and this symptom is gone. It's not right. like that, but it also um, doesn't have to take forever. Like a lot of people who have had trauma, and I have some people in my life who have had significant trauma, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or all of the above in a really nasty package, their body literally is able to direct the process of how to release things so much more quickly than some of the traditional things that people have been trying to utilize. And those power in those things as well. But when we look at the body and allow it to guide the process, it can be uh, much, much faster and a lot easier than, mm-hmm. than, again, than some of the methods that people are using now. Right. Are you a, a meditator? Do you ever recommend that to clients? I am not a meditator in the way that most people would think of it, uh-huh. but as I have been exploring all of this download for myself and what it means. I very easily go into a meditative state and a lot of things happen in that space. For me, a lot of that happens when I'm walking. So my favorite way to start the day is to roll out of bed and check the weather so I know what to put on to be comfortable with the weather and and then head outside and I walk for 30, 40 minutes. I stretch a little bit Mm -hmm. and I just let my body and my brain and the universe take me wherever we need to go in that moment, and it, it is a very trans-like meditative place for me to be. It's my favorite way to start the day. Yes, I think that's a great idea for everyone. Well, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you. Can you give them information about your website and how they connect? Yes, so my website, which I love, I have a beautiful assistant that helps me create. It's very sparkly and light and soft, which is all about me, and it's thebridgetoinfinity.com. Right. So, okay. Elaine at the bridge to infinity.com. And there's a contact right on the website and all of that. I don't do a lot on social media because I've been so immersed in understanding the, the science of all of the energy stuff since it's come in and also have gone very far down the rabbit hole exploring what's going on in the world. So I've right. been very singly focused on understanding these things and how to help other people and taking care of my clients. My preference is really to work with people. I'm happy to do the nutritional work and I do specialize in hormone balancing, which can be very powerful, but I really do want to do that in the context of the energy work because it brings everything together so much more powerfully. So do you find that people typically come to you for more hormone work or what type of ailments or issues do they have? Well, because that was my specialty for so long, that was a lot of my cases, whether it was the PMS, which is not normal, by the way. Women are meant to have pain-free cycles and regular cycles and also to easily transition to menopause. It's not meant to be uh, hot flashes and vaginal dryness and all those things. Those are signs of hormone imbalance and also have worked, which is one of my favorite things with infertility issues. And there's quite a few babies running around in the world because I've had the privilege of helping their moms conceive and have beautiful pregnancies very naturally. So that, that has been awesome That's as great. well. But hormone balancing has been my specialty and also digestive healing because everybody has as a compromised digestive system, mainly due to stress, but also chemicals and food. And so I have really developed expertise in that area just because I had to. Right. No, it really is something. I mean, with all these new allergies, gluten, dairy, seems like when I was young, nobody had any allergies and it's out of control now. Why do you think that is? Well, there's a lot of reasons why. A lot of it is the food supply. So there are just things in our food that people, most people are not aware of that create problems. And also with the level of stress that we have, going back to what I was saying earlier, when the body is in stress mode, it is not in healing mode. And it is not meant to be in a long-term stress response. In fact, the the long-term stress hormone, cortisol, Gets, as it gets released from the body, it's very, very important to flood the circulatory system and the muscles with energy so that you can flee for your life if you need to. Mm-hmm. But from a long-term perspective, it is catabolic in nature, meaning it breaks down body tissues. 
so it will actually start the, the rest of the cells of the body will start to break down and the digestive tract is the first thing to go you do not need to be digesting food when you're trying to run from the bear kind of thing or um, survive <laughs> right when your boss is chewing you out every day or right. commute an hour every day and go to a job you hate you don't need to be digesting that's just not what your body prioritizes so oftentimes it's that long-term stress response that mm -hmm. totally hijacks the digestive tract and when the digestive tract is damaged then there's oftentimes porosity in the intestinal lining, what people refer to as leaky gut, so tiny little holes there that food can start leaking out of, undigested food. Mm -hmm. And the immune system knows that it's not supposed to be outside of the digestive tract and it will start creating an immune response. So you can very, very easily develop food sensitivities I see. when you have stress and your digestive system has been damaged. Almost everybody, well, especially when we have a whole global thing going on, everybody's been massively stressed. So right. the digestive tract needs a lot of rescuing. Right. Well, the pandemic seemed like it helped you discover this gift of yours, really, to another degree. So that was good. It did. It was extremely stressful for me. <laughs> um, first, because I could not believe that we were going into shutdown mode. Right. I knew my clients needed me and I didn't know how to show up for them being forced to shut down. I was concerned going virtual. So it took me a couple months to, to really get out of stress mode. But then as I had the intention, how do I keep showing up? How do I keep serving people? These are very different circumstances. I've never seen anything like that. How do I keep helping people? So I believe that is a, a huge reason why things have unfolded for me the way that they have. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for all of this information. It's been so helpful for me and I'm sure our listeners. And I just want to repeat to people who have been listening that you can reach Elaine Gardner at www.thebridgetoinfinity.com. Dot com. So it's no spaces, the bridge to infinity.com. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Elaine. Now we'll do a short meditation. So get in a comfortable place and just see if you can take a few deep breaths, inhale, and a long exhale. And just keep your eyes open for a minute. Inhale. Long exhale. Now close your eyes. Breathe in. And breathe out. And just imagine you're in a really pretty place where you feel safe. And it's quiet. Now open your eyes gently. And close them again. This is just a way of getting you in a really relaxed state. We want the fight or flight hormone to shut off. And you can imagine a beautiful place, a meadow, field of flowers, riverbank, whatever makes you feel really calm. And sometimes it's helpful to just hear the answer. Ask your body if it's able to release any information so you can hear the answer on how you can help yourself, how you can help your body. The body will give you visuals of what it needs and everybody is different. Maybe you need to push out any dark energy that's holding you back. Maybe you need to open up your heart chakra. Allow yourself to feel love, give love, take away the blocks of being rejected, or the fears of being excluded, rejected. Let it all go. Take a deep breath in and exhale and just release. You may hear things or feel vibrations or sensations and just let it unfold. Relax the muscles in your face, unclench your teeth, soften your brow, 
relax your jaw. I love myself endlessly. Start to tell yourself what you love about yourself. Offer encouragement to yourself. Relax your neck, shoulders, allowing the throat chakra to open up. Your chest rises and falls with the breath. Your arms feel loose and heavy. The palms relax, the fingers. I love myself endlessly. Allow your hips to relax. The upper back, the lower back relaxes, releases all the tension leaving your body. Now allow your thighs to relax, calves, and your feet. Your feet and your back and your neck are so strong, holding you up straight, helping you get from place A to place B. So thank them, expressing gratitude for your strong body. I love myself endlessly. Notice how much calmer you feel, maybe more confident, more relaxed. You are a remarkable soul. You have so much to offer the world. Break down the barriers and the fears. Let all the worries subside so that you can shine your light unapologetically. Let the world know all you have to offer, your talents, your ability to make people laugh, your ability to be organized, whatever it is that is your gift. Let the world know you're still humble and you're still a remarkable person, but the world needs to know what you are all about. So shine your light. I love myself so endlessly. Be sure to subscribe to Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast, and I hope you'll join us again soon. Namaste.